back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. the man who is not shy at all about putting on his boogie shoes doesn't even need the shoes to uh no. to dance right jerry hill joins us from baylor athletics welcome to you i appreciate it john uh appreciate the uh thrill um throwing that one out there too sure sure that. Uh, well two weeks you've been on with us and uh last week yeah. it was bb king the thrill is gone so today yeah. it's boogie shoes from uh, casey and the sunshine band if you had walk-up music, back. if you were going to the plate and could pick your walk-up music, what would it be? Man, I'll have to give that a thought. All I, right. I like the Boogie Shoes, though. Man. That's a good one. <laughs> that kind of got me going. I was I was jamming a little bit. <laughs> Very like good. Said, it doesn't take much. Right. No, I know. It didn't take much to get you going. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, lots to talk about. Let's kind of, uh, yeah. again, spin the wheel of Baylor Athletics. We, we go. got we got a lot going on. Let's start with acrobatics and tumbling, opening competition in the uh, national championships uh, in about three minutes from right now. That's right. I've actually already got it up on my my screen, waiting for the. Now it's on YouTube. It was supposed to be on ESPN Plus. Oh, really? Apparently having some issues there, oh, so we're we're on YouTube now. So uh, yeah, so we're well, Jacob Walker was already complaining about that. Wow, but, uh, lots of folks looking for that broadcast. <laughs> that's right, and that's not a Baylor so, yeah. issue. That's at West Liberty, it's West not. Virginia. Absolutely, I said maybe they just don't have Wi-Fi in West Liberty. I, I don't know. <laughs> Stop. Um, <laughs> it would be. Uh, I said to Aaron earlier, it would be a huge upset if Baylor does not win what would be their eighth consecutive national championship. Yeah. Don't you think? Absolutely. I think they were certainly the favorite coming in and, and, you know, uh, certainly in our, uh, bracket, uh, <laughs> contest up here, I, I think maybe everybody, uh, but Donovan, uh, Donovan is a Frostburg state grad. So I wow. think he was the only one that did not go with Baylor, but, uh, anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think they're certainly the prohibitive favorite and, and, you know, basically Fee Mulkey has never lost at an NCATA. Yeah national meet so she's uh i believe she's 20 and 0 at baylor and and you know has obviously won all 11 ncata national championships pretty amazing and uh yeah. no reason to think that won't continue an eighth straight for baylor but they got to do it you know one fall one right. one you know misstep and uh one thing she said to media the other day was other teams are getting better you know the 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 right. difference is closing isn't it between baylor and other teams I think so. Um, and, you know, the, the only thing that kind of separate or one of the things that separates them is, is she continues to kind of push that envelope. Like they're always, you know, you would think, okay, you're at the top. You, you, do you really need to add anything? But they always do, John. They, and you know, they, they add stuff every year and, you know, whether it's new twists, whatever, um, you know, new pyramids, just, you know, new new things to every heat, basically. So I think they're always looking for things and and things to kind of add to the sport. You know, so I I that's what I think 
is one of the things that definitely separates them. I mean, obviously they have great athletes. Um, you know, Fee Mulkey, undisputed best coach in A&T. But, uh, you know, I think that way that they continue to push, and, and I think it does bring everybody else up. I mean, everybody else yeah. is trying to catch them, but they're trying to almost kind of copy them. You know, like they'll they'll add some of the same stuff that, that Baylor does. So, yeah, I think uh, they're the trendsetters, but I think everybody else, has put a lot into it, and they're you know they're certainly trying to climb that ladder. Yeah, I agree. All right, good luck to them in uh, West Liberty, just outside Wheeling, West Virginia. How about uh, golf? Women's golf found out yesterday, I think it was, maybe yesterday. two days ago. Okay, that uh, they're yeah. okay. They're in the NCAA's and headed to Pullman, Washington. You and I were talking about it. A number two seed in that regional. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah I I thought that was huge. I mean. And I guess, in a sense, seeding doesn't really matter. I mean, because you're just everybody's starting from zero at, in a golf tournament. So, um, but I think the fact that you know they get that kind of respect tells me a lot. And and you know, the top five from each uh, of the regions, I believe it's six regions, um, will all advance to nationals uh, in Arizona. So uh, I think uh, you know where where it might not have been the destination they would have picked. Uh, I still think, you know, the, the being the number two seed going in there um, and, and beating a lot of the teams that are there, I think that gives them a little bit of an edge. And, and I, I think uh, I think they're, you know, poised for another run at, uh, you know, getting to match play and, and you know, really uh, getting close to where they were uh, in, in 2015 when they played for the national championship. Ooh, that'd be great. That'd be fun to see. Yeah. And men's golf yeah. just back from the Big 12 championships. Mike McGraw will be on the Baylor Coaches Show uh, later this evening from Rudy's. Yeah. But uh, but they, they are uh, headed to postseason as well, aren't they? Yeah, they definitely are. I think they were ranked in the top 30 going into that uh, tournament and, and probably didn't hurt themselves. Uh, man, it was it was a little bit of a frustrating tournament because, you know, if you look at two of the rounds, I think it was the even rounds, two and four, they were like maybe one over for those two rounds, and it was just the uh, the one in the three rounds that really got them. But, you know, those rounds show that when this team plays, you know, and all five are playing, they're as good as anybody. So I think if, you know, and they will, they'll get a postseason bid. It's just depending on where they go and what seed and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Mike McGraw has his team, you know, where he wants it. I'm sure he wanted to finish much higher than that. Uh, they finished, I believe, sixth at the Big 12 uh, tournament. That's actually what they were seeded. So um, I think uh, he's got him where he, you know, wants to be. And I think if he can just get maybe one or two more of those guys on board with uh, – you know, Johnny Kiefer and Drew Wrightson seem to have it going. If they can get a couple more guys going, then I think they could do some damage in postseason for sure. Nice. That'll be fun. So, uh, Coach McGraw and Mitch Thompson on our Baylor Coaches Show tonight, 6-7 to seven, live from Rudy's. We talked to uh, Coach Thompson and baseball just a little while ago, previewing a big series, West Virginia coming to Waco starting tomorrow. Yeah, John, and you and I were talking about it. I just – I don't think we looked at this, you know – before the season started, maybe even early in the season, this was going to be, you know, such a big series and that Baylor was going to be playing the the number one team in the conference and a ranked team. But West Virginia has really put it together in, in, in Big 12 play in particular, um, just swept TCU, um, you know, in Morgantown. So uh, they're sitting there at the top of the conference at eight and four. 
uh, 30 and 11 for the year. So, you know, certainly one of the best teams in the country and, and leading the big 12 right now. So, but I do think it helps obviously that Baylor is, is going to be playing at home because, you know, they've played much better at home than they have on the road. So, uh, I think it helps that that series will be here this weekend, but yeah, facing arguably the best team in the league. Yeah. How about that? And a lot of people, I don't think would have guessed that come April that, uh, West Virginia would be leading the big 12. Uh, but for Baylor, don't you uh, agree, you know, the signs of progress and, and just playing hard are out there every game. I mean, they took one from Texas when they were here. They took uh, the final game of the series in Lubbock over Texas Tech last weekend, which was huge to win one game out there. Uh, this team is fun to watch, and they just seem like they get a little bit better every game out. Yeah, and, and the only thing they're dealing with right now is really the injuries and stuff. If, I think if you still had Hunter Simmons and Hunter Toplansky in the lineup, I think you'd feel a lot better. But, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, the fact that they've been able to get, you know, wins over ranked teams the last two weekends, and those predominantly, well, certainly the one uh, against Tech this past weekend was without both of them. Yeah. Um, you know, Hunter Simmons had gotten hurt the Friday of the Texas series, and then Hunter Toplansky got uh, hurt this Friday, this past Friday. So, um, yeah, I think the the fact that they were able to win both of those, you know, or a game from both of those teams, ranked teams, top 15 type teams, I think says a lot for where Mitch has taken this team, you know, in just maybe, what, a couple of months, John? Because, you know, if you look back at the beginning of the year, you know, there were games where they just weren't even competitive. Right. So I, I don't think they're where he wants them to be. Uh, you know, or certainly this is not acceptable for him. Uh, he gets frustrated. I know he was frustrated Tuesday night when they lost to Tarleton State. Um, so I think whereas he doesn't, you know, it's not where he wants to be or where it will be, but, you know, they, ha they have over the last, I would say, a few weeks, maybe even through most of Big 12 play, I think they have gotten considerably better and, and you know, they're very competitive and, capable of uh, knocking off anybody yeah I think so it's fun to watch big series West Virginia in town Friday Saturday and Sunday maybe dodging some raindrops there uh, as well but um, big series at Baylor ballpark and Baylor softball left town early today headed to Ames to play Iowa State a three-game series um, softball it, it looks like has uh uh, put themselves in position at least to think about hosting NCAA regional play that's fine Oh yeah, absolutely. And they, you know, they've been in say the top 20 RPI for, for a good bit now. And, and, uh, you know, certainly they need to win some coach, coach uh, Moore mentioned that this, this morning when we talked with him and, and I think they need to win, you know, probably four or five um, down the stretch here. They've got the three at Iowa state and then finish up the regular season with Texas next week. And Texas just uh, swept Oklahoma state so they're moved up to number five in the country, but uh, you know, they have a split series with Texas next weekend. They play Friday in Austin and then Saturday and Sunday here in Waco. So, you know, if they could say win four of six down the stretch here, or maybe even five of six, maybe win a game or two in the uh, big 12 tournament, I think they got a good chance to host John. Cause like you said, they've, they've done enough up to this point to kind of put themselves in that position. Uh, beating Oklahoma, you know, in a game early in the year that, you know, Oklahoma has one loss, and that's the Baylor. Yeah. And then beating Tennessee twice at their place. You know, they have some very significant wins. So, uh, yeah, I think they've put themselves in position. They just need to finish here and, and, and really kind of, you know, put a cherry on the top of it. And I think um, 
Coach Moore and Hoot and and Brittany Newman, I think they've done a really good coaching job this year with so many newcomers, you know, not just freshmen, but transfers that you have to incorporate in. And then you lose Aaliyah Benford, who's your your, you know, clearly your number two pitcher. She's gone with a knee injury. And they've had to piecemeal things, you know, in the circle without her. I think they've done a really, really good job. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I, and and you're right. I mean, losing Aliyah is like losing two players. Yeah. I mean, she was a you know cornerstone in their offense too. Um, you know, could play third or short. Um, you know, just a really good player. And so you lost her both in the hitting lineup and, and in the circle. So um, that was a big blow. But they've recovered from that. Um, you know, lately uh, Casey has been the one that's really pitched well. Um, Casey West. She uh, she's pitched well the last couple times out. Pitched really well last night in that uh, shortened game. Um, pitched three uh, no hit innings. So yeah, I think she's kind of you know become that number two. Riley Crandall, a freshman, was in that role when when Aaliyah got hurt. But I, I think Casey has kind of earned that number two spot now. Um, but it gives them a little more pitching depth. Um, so yeah, I think. Uh, they're in good position, um, and and yeah, you're right. The coaches have done a fantastic job piecing this together because they have had some injury issues and this and that. So I, I think they've done a great job, kind of holding it together. Um, and then you you know add in Shaylin Govan and you know, her labrum, but yet she continues to play and and hit an opposite field homer um, last night. So yeah, they've they've done an amazing job. Very good. Final thought, uh, NFL draft starts tonight. What are your thoughts about some Baylor guys who might have their name called uh, either tonight or over the next three days? Yeah, I don't know that there would be anybody tonight unless it would be Apu if, you know, somebody wants to wants to jump up and get him in the first round. But, you know, he's, he's certainly a guy that's going to go fairly early. I would say in the first, you know, two or three rounds, he'll, he'll definitely go. And then, you know, I think Connor Galvin is, you know, he was a combine guy and, and certainly, uh, you know, he, he's a guy that a lot of teams have looked at. So I think he goes in the draft. And I think one that really helped him on pro day, helped himself on pro day, John, was Ben Sims, the mm. tight end. I thought he had a great pro day workout. Um, he's, you know, he, he had an impressive career here. But I think the, the stuff that he did at pro day really helped him. And I think he's a guy that, that could go in the draft. There's other guys. I mean, you know, guys in guys in the offensive line, Grant Miller, Jacob Gall, guys like that, um, Christian Morgan at safety. Those are probably going to be more like camp guys that get invited to camp and 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 have a shot. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think they got a chance to get three or four guys drafted. And then Dylan Doyle is another one that you know he got hurt in the NFLPA Bowl, but he's a guy that I think some people are going to look at. Um, just I mean, he he's had a, a tremendous career at Baylor. Um, you know, and I think, uh, I think a lot of people respect him just for what he's done and, and, you know, the way he plays and all of that, the injury probably hurts, but I think he's another one that gets invited to the camp and, and see what he can do, uh, you know, in, in August. And you've got Dylan Doyle with a, uh, champions, uh, Tribune just up today, right? Right. It was just posted today. He did a great job. Um, these are stories that, uh, the athletes write and, and usually we do a photo shoot with them, but. Dylan was not able to make it back in, but, uh, you know, our creative team did a great job putting some pictures together, and, and that is at BaylorBears.com. Um, I think it's Finding His Flow um, was the was the title on the story, so um, check that out. Um, that's the latest of our Champions Tribune. I believe we've had like nine or ten this year, John. We've had quite a few. 
and have some more coming. Finn Bass, I know, is doing one and just got word uh, today that Matthew Moore from track and field is going to do one. So, yeah, excited about those. Those are always fun to to read. Yeah, very good. All right, man, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. And uh, keep on your boogie shoes, and we'll see you back in the office here in a little bit. I'm going to think about that walk-up, son. Uh, Yes, think about that. Next time we have you on, you let us know. Uh, This may be it. I may text Aaron and just say, hey, this is what I I want. All right, you let us know. Very good. Thanks, Jerry. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Jerry Hill from Baylor Athletics. Great to visit with him. Take us out with this. KC and the Sunshine Band. The Crawford Lady Pirates look to defend their state championship and go back-to-back with a return trip to Austin. And it all starts Thursday at Waco ISD with the Bi-District Championship versus Hubbard. First pitch.